Welcome to I Met Someone, the dating and relationship podcast telling real stories from everyday Australian women. I'm your host, Amber Lowther. I also host Fashion Avenue, which is a fashion and beauty podcast. But you see, I've always been interested in dating stories, relationship stories. And to be completely honest with you, my dating life is a complete shit show. So here I am to share all of my dating stories. But most importantly, I want to open up the floor to you. I want the good, the bad, and the ugly. If you have a story that you would like to share on I Met Someone, then you can contact the podcast hotline on 04229089090. Simply leave a text or a voicemail with your name and a brief overview of what your story is about. Otherwise, if you just have a dramatic text thread with an ex that you want to share and you're happy for me to act it out, then send it right through. Now, let's jump in to a story on I Met Someone. Rebecca, thank you so much for joining me. I'm really keen to hear this story that you have. It's a good one. I, I feel like I'm, I'm glad I have a story, but it wasn't very fun at the time. I can imagine. Well, what has it got to do with, I guess, what topic are we talking about today? So he was my first boyfriend. So it's all, you know, about like those like high school relationships, that all the mistakes that you make in relationships I made in this one. Right. Okay. Go on. Go forth and tell me the story. <laughs> okay. So basically, when I was like 16, I was in high school and everyone had boyfriends except for me and my friendship group. I was literally the only one without a boyfriend. And so I guess when someone gave me the tiniest bit of attention, I was just like, wow, blown away. Like, couldn't get any better than this. Um, even though there were some red flags, I chose to ignore them because I was just like, this is amazing. Now I have a boyfriend. I can fit in with the rest of my friends. Happy days. And then kind of as my relationship with him progressed, I started to get more and more distant from my friends because he'd be like, oh, you know what? They're just no good for you. You know, you're so much better than them. And I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, we're like six months into this relationship and I had barely any friends, just him, like typical douchebag boys. Everything has to be about them, etc. To the point where I remember we were two months into dating and I had to go back to New Zealand for Christmas. And I think I left for four days. I was gone for four days. And he made me feel so bad for leaving him. Like, so bad. I will never forget, like, sobbing at the Gold Coast airport because I had to leave this person for four days. As I was leaving, he's just standing at the window, just, like, waving. Like, I've got, it's so embarrassing. Like, I was leaving for six months. (laughs) And we'd been dating for three, like it was just, and my mum is sitting there like, oh my God, what a spoon, like what is wrong with you? Anyway, so it was a bit like that, couldn't leave this side, Um, just, you know, he was, we were destined to be together, you know. 100%, yeah, always. Yeah, and um, anyway, so we dated for a little bit, it was, it was very intense for like a year and then he was at 
college in Brisbane at the time and I was at a different one after about a year. And that's when it got a bit tricky because I think that at the college he was at, there's a lot of pressure for the guys to collect women. It's charming. Yeah, men's club vibes. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And there was a name for it. It was like their quota or something like that. Just horrendous. I cannot believe I even like let those words enter my head. (laughs) But, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And he's like, no, I'm just going to ignore it, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And I'm just like, okay, cool. I, I mean, I would hope so. We are dating. But then all of a sudden, you know, he started to get, I could see that he was feeling like he wasn't able to be, you know, this cool macho guy, but he absolutely wasn't. Like, he wouldn't have a chance in the hell of being what he thinks he is. Anyway, um, so I could see that. And then one day I was just visiting him and I could see we had been on and off at this point as well because, like I said, he was feeling this pressure of like, oh, I've got to, you know, got to be big and macho. And actually what happened was the first time we broke up, I had a message from my friend who was in class with him mm-hmm. and he said, call your boyfriend right now. And so I did. I called him 13 times. I remember that very specifically. And he he rejected each time and my friend had said I'm sitting opposite him at the ferry stop and he has his arm around another girl (gasps) and he texted me back and he said I'm just in class like I'll give you a call later and I was so mad oh my god I just messaged him back and I said check your relationship status on Facebook so like there was no there was no lack of drama from my end but like I love it that's amazing oh crikey and I mean it was just very dramatic for like three or four months we were on off on off then all of a sudden I went over to him one day when we were on and I could see all of these tiny post-it notes were around his desk hmm. and they had like smiley faces and stars and I was like gosh that's odd like <laughs> were you doodling while you were playing like World of Warcraft <laughs> League of Legends like <laughs> Oh, and anyway, I was just like, I don't know, he's a pretty weird guy, like, whatever. (laughs) Never in my wildest dreams. I mean, I don't know why I didn't think this, but anyway, when it got time to, they have, every every college has like a ball, and you know me, being his girlfriend, assumed he might, you know, I'd be on the list of who to take. Oh, 100%, like six months out, you'd be like planning a dress, Um, yep, I'm going to wear this. Oh, exactly, (laughs) and like I'm talking to my friends at college, like, oh yeah, I'm going, like, of course he's going to take me, and then speaking to him about it, his actual words were, you're just a bit embarrassing, you're too shy, and I, I actually wouldn't describe myself as an overly shy person. I wouldn't either. Like, <laughs> I'm, I might have been like a bit nervous amongst all of these women, you know, men, boys club people yeah. potentially. Yeah. But like I'm not shy. And like I have a lot of my friends are guys. Like I don't get nervous talking to guys or anything. But, you know, these were men who didn't respect women. Yeah. And that made me a bit uncomfortable. Anyway. Totally, as it would. I was too embarrassing to take, so I, I was I didn't get the invite. So I sat in my college dorm that night and watched photos of this girl that he was taking coming through on like social media. Wow. And I'm just sitting like I was I was not in the best headspace so I was just sitting there like oh fair enough 
constant fear. Oh, no. oh, terrible. And then I get a call from one of his best friends and he just goes, Maddie, like, you're a really nice girl. I, I can't, like, lie. There's a girl with him in his dorm. And this is the next morning. Oh, and I was gosh. like, oh, okay. So ended it officially then. Good. There was a few text messages back and forward, but basically like it was it was done for me. Like my mental health was just in the trash. Mm-hmm. No good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember my other friend introduced me to this guy who was so sweet and cute. Wouldn't hurt a fly. Perfect rebound. Like couldn't have picked a better guy oh my god perfect that's like the perfect situation oh honestly so polite like you know just just a decent human being I'm gonna call her (laughs) and it just was leaps and bounds ahead of this absolute douchebag Mm -hmm. that I dated for two years yep and um I was you know seeing him and it was it was such a refreshing like oh my gosh, he's speaking nicely to me, Um, he's like texting me back, you know, just like he didn't have to be amazing yeah. to just be so much better than the other one. Anyway, so I'm dating him for a little bit and one day I'd just gotten back from seeing him and I went upstairs to my sister's bedroom and thank God I did. No idea why I did it. I've never done that before in my life. I just sat on the end of my sister's bed and she was like, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to come up and sit here. Um, turns out, also all of a sudden we hear this like bang, 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 bang. And we were like, what is going on? So we kind of climb over to see what's at the front door because we thought it might have been one of our like younger step siblings. Yeah. They would have been like seven at the time. So, you know, something a seven-year-old would do. Mm. And there is a very tall blonde man banging on my door. My sister and I just hit the deck, like hid in a room where we could see the door, but no one could see us. And thank God I was upstairs because my bedroom window actually looks directly at the front door. So, like, it's right next door to the front door. Like, I would have been in trouble if I had been in my bedroom. Anyway, he's banging on the door because I stopped answering his text. So this is the ex, right? This is the ex. Yeah. Yep. So I, when I started seeing this new guy, I stopped answering his messages because it was very, like his messages were just like, um, hang on, let me read like a statement. Oh, even better. Okay. You can accuse me of being a shit boyfriend. I was shit and I regret it every day. But don't you accuse me of not loving you and having respect for you. I'm the only person outside your family that could even remotely care for you as much as I do. You seriously underestimate how much you mean to me. And obviously, oh, I ignored that. What the hell respects you? Oh, okay. Oh, That's why he had a girl <laughs> in his dorm and took someone else and then had another girl at that bloody ferry stop. Right, oh, mate. Oh, my God. Exactly. And then it just went on and on like, you've given me anxiety and I can't sleep and I can't eat. My family doesn't know what's wrong with me and <laughs> I'll, I'll never stop loving you. It's fucking obvious you've already moved up. Like just the most, like Shonda Rhimes couldn't write shit like this. Like <laughs> it was just unreal. And like, so I had blocked him. So he obviously was like, well, if she won't take my calls, I'm just going to make her see me. That is not and what to do. That is what you don't do. It, like, seriously, like, take a hint. Like, please take a hint. Anyway, so 
I actually lived in a gated community at the time. Yeah. So he has, I think we figured out, he's had to wait till someone has come in so that he could sneak his car in. That's and so like, creepy. Oh, my God. And I remember I was messaging his family members being like, please call your brother off. And their response was like, he's an adult. And I was like, he's making some bad choices. He's <laughs> like about to be arrested. Please tell him to chill. Oh, my this God. Is, and, um, yeah, so I never saw him again after that. However, the next New Year's Eve, I was dating someone else. <laughs> I promise I'm, I'm just, I was dating someone else and he was in Europe at the time. And so we were FaceTiming and I was just kind of mucking around on my laptop and I noticed that I had, I've never, I'd never checked out Find My Friends before. So I clicked it and I found out that he had been tracking me for that entire <gasps> year. Holy shit. So he knew where you were at all times. I have truly never felt so violated mm-hmm. in my whole life especially wow. because so I moved out at that point because I'd finished at college um with a friend just on the Gold Coast and I his best friend moved to the building opposite me oh my and God. I remember thinking damn that's too close for comfort and <laughs> I would like keep the blinds down and everything yeah but I'm like he knew where I was that's so freaky that actually happened to one of my good friends and she didn't really see the alarm in it at the time but I was like that's not okay because it means that what he grabs your phone at one point and then put it in so that exactly. he could see where you were at all times but could it be did he make it so he could only see where you were and you couldn't see where yeah, he was I could not see where he yeah, was yeah that's what my uh, friend's ex did to her as well how creepy is that that is like too much and that is disgusting that he like went behind your back grabbed your phone and it made it revolting. so he could see you and find you and track you it, oh, it's just it was his relationship, like, and I think this is what happens when, like, young, like, kind of vulnerable, like, 16 is such a vulnerable age, like, mm. when you do get into relationships like this. You just, you think that them doing things like that is like, oh, he, like, he cares about me, like, he, he wants to protect me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, bullshit. Like, that's so fucked. That's a massive red flag. Oh, it was so bad. And, like, after that, I continued to get messages from him, which I ignored, like, can we get coffee? I'm like, oh my no. <laughs> out of nowhere oh do you want to get coffee it's like um sorry who are you yes and I think he started messaging me it was on like snapchat or something because I had a blocked on everything else (laughs) so oh and I remember him he just used to get so mad when I'd ignore him it would be like well the least you can do is respond to my text and it's like actually you don't owe him anything you don't owe him a thing so how did you feel going through it were you like really scared I think when I was in college, it just felt very, like, traumatic and, like, mm. oh, this is, like, like something off a TV show. So I was like, you know, it's normal. Yeah, right. It's totally normal, you know. But definitely after I've gotten out and, like, I have, like, a bit of space and I can see, the like, what really happened, it's just like, oh, my God. Like, mm. how did I – like, how did I let myself be so – I, do, I just don't think I held enough value in myself as a young person yep. to, you know, have the feelings of like, no, I don't deserve to be treated that way. And yep. like, you know, what he's saying to me right now isn't like, I remember I finished year 12 and I had gotten a few awards for like studying um, subjects. And the first thing he said was, aren't you glad you had me to proofread your stuff? 
What? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god! Oh. He is responsible for your success. <laughs> and I just remember being like, "Oh, too know if I like that." But um, no, that's oh, yeah. That's weird. No, oh my god! I can't believe that happened. And I'm so sorry you went through that. But also, like in hindsight, you probably look oh. back in a way. Like, what did you learn from that? And I guess, what are you taking into? Because I know you're in a relationship now. So, what yes. have you, I guess, learned from that? And what do you take into your new relationship? So much, and I actually feel quite lucky that even though it was horrible, because it was at such a young age, and it was like my first boyfriend. I've I learned so much from that experience like and then I got on to like reading books and I anyone that's like younger than me and they're having like anyone that's older than me actually and they're having relationship problems I'm like you have to read this book and it's by Zoe Foster Blake oh obviously my god stop it I love it oh so good and it's called textbook romance oh my god I tell everyone to read that <laughs> oh isn't it just the best it is the like, best book ever Honestly, since I've read that, every relationship that I've had or decided to just, you know, give the flick um, has been so much better. Yeah, 100%. You know what always sticks out to me um, from that book? And I always, I've said it to my friends for years that they're having guy troubles and I say it to myself if I'm having guy troubles. I'm like, (laughs) what is it? It takes like 26 seconds to send a text message. Oh, exactly. And so like if someone's ignoring you. In friendships and stuff as well, you know, like it it takes two seconds to send a text. Even if that text is, I'm really busy right now. Sorry, I'll be right back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's just like having that respect. And like that book really, um, I guess as a young girl, like a little bit, I guess when that came out, I was way younger. But um, to read that at that point was really like a game changer for me as well, because I was like, oh, wow, I didn't actually know a lot of this stuff. And um, now I kind of can see how things could be, you know, way worse than what I'm thinking or that he actually isn't interested or that he is a walking red yeah. flag. Yeah, yeah. And I think it just, it teaches you, you've got to value yourself and your mental stability above everything. And it, 100%. like, I think, you know, you get, you, I don't know, as a teenager, you get such dodge relationship advice from, you know, your friend and your friend's sister. And yeah. it's just, it's hard to, I don't know, there's just something about the way that it's done that's just perfection. And I would recommend it to, I think they should put it on like the year 11 reading list. 100%. Like you need <laughs> to learn this for your life. Exactly. Who needs like Macbeth exactly. when you can learn actual life skills? I learned nothing from Macbeth, but I learned everything from textbook romance. <laughs> that would be like Literally. that would be like a, a book essay. I'd be more than happy to do. Yes, and I'd have so much more to say. <laughs> I know, but like, isn't it just in a way as young people, like we kind of need to go through like the shitty stuff to then like grow and then you know do better in our next kind of relationships but also like I think it's really important hearing these stories and doing this podcast like it's to help people kind of also realize you know early signs of like a toxic relationship and how you know other people go through the same thing as well and I'm so glad that you shared your story because you know if someone's going through a similar thing maybe they can be like oh okay he actually is yeah. acting a little bit too much for me. Yep. And let me tell you, it 100% gets better. Yes. I feel like I now have like the 0.2 million version of 
the person I was dating and I couldn't even like we both laugh about how like I thought that I'd never find because I'd listen to him you know I'm never going to find anyone else that's Mm going to love me as much as he did and I was like oh my gosh like what if he's right yeah and I can't believe what he said about like no one else cares about you outside your family and stuff like that's beating you down so you can have control Uh, yeah absolutely and that was like I think that's such a huge red flag anyone that tries to change your mind about the way you feel Mm. is just no yeah (laughs) like obviously you know oh calm down like it's okay like that's fine but like no one else loves you 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 know that no one else loves you (laughs) and anyone who tries to like ostracize you from your friends or family and like yeah yeah, that's like a massive red flag they're just trying to control you 100 percent. oh i'm so glad you're out of that now oh my we're thriving (laughs) we love it oh just you know living living the dream yeah we love to bloody hear it on this podcast let me tell you (laughs) thank you so much for sharing your story Rebecca I appreciate you coming on and taking the time to share it with the listeners because I just feel like we can all relate yes if if anyone's listening and they're like oh that sounds like my boyfriend get out of there girl (laughs) best advice ever get out of there and don't look back and make sure that they don't have you on fine my friends yes and snap map check Oh, yes, yeah, snap maps. Oh, I forgot about that. You can just go like block them or you can go like invisible, I think, or something. So yes. That's always good yep. too. Yeah. Check well. your locations, block them on everything. Yeah. And See, then, I have the best time ever as a single person. Yes. Oh my God. Being single is so important. So yes, yeah, start oh, that life, yep. girl. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. And hopefully, you know, we might have um, a better story to tell from you soon. I can't wait to hear about your relationship. <laughs> thank you so much for like calling and listening to it. You're welcome. Thanks, girl. No worries.